Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm leaning on a snow leopard. And uh, that's Rob, obviously, always has to do a different introduction every time he starts the podcast. That's right. How are you today, Rob? I'm really good, actually, which is strange, considering everyone else around me is dying. Well, you know, what can I say about that? What's, uh, what's been going on in your life since last week? Anything exciting? Uh, nothing exciting, no. Anything Dramatic. Dramatic. <laughs> well, yeah, I have to take my little daughter to hospital. Oh, yeah. was she all right? Yeah, well, she's all right now, but... Uh, she wasn't too good the other day. How was it in the hospital? Oh, it was very gloomy. You know what they should do in hospitals? Take out the sick people? They should employ local magicians to come in and entertain the people in the waiting room. Hey, I could do that. I'm really good at doing magic oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's change the subject. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about something that's happening in the news. Are we? Yeah, now, we don't usually do this, but um, something so huge is happening that we're going to talk about it. And that is VAT. The rate of VAT is changing. Oh, I thought you meant vodka and tonics then, but yeah, carry on. No. Now, uh, what is the rate of VAT, Rob? Uh, 17.5%. Okay. Now, do you know how long it has been 17.5%? 20 years. Not bad. Not bad. It's quite a good guess. It's actually been 17.5 years. Oh. Yeah. To be precise, it's been 17 years and about seven or eight months. Right. Now, an interesting little uh, tidbit of information for you here is that I started work two months after the new VAT rate came in. What I mean by that is my first job, I began it in May 1991, just two months after VAT was started at 17.5%, which means that VAT has been 17.5% the whole time that I have been working. I've never known it to be any different. Oh. Now, do you remember it being different? I remember it being 15%. Right. Well, it used to be 15% before, but I, of course, never purchased anything that was subject to VAT before. Then, right. So I wasn't really aware of any difference. Okay. Now, the really cool thing about all this is that we are going to get to see what happens in the shops. Now, what do you think the shops are going to do on Monday when the VAT changes? Stay the same. You think they'll stay the same? Yeah. But they should go down, shouldn't they? Uh, theoretically, yeah. Because all the all the politicians are saying that this is a this is a way of encouraging people to spend more money. I don't think it will. Okay, let's just explain very briefly for people who aren't aware of what VAT is. VAT is a tax which the government collects on every single thing which is sold, right? More or less everything. Well, there are some things which are exceptions, like food, milk. <laughs> baby milk. Yeah, baby milk. Baby milk always exception for everything. But generally speaking. When you buy an item, let's say a digital camera, yep. you pay VAT on it. I bought one last week. Exactly. Now, as consumers, we're not really aware of VAT, are we? Because it's kind of in the price already. But as a business, hmm. you are, or you, always, you usually see the price plus VAT, don't you? Yep, so I if, suppose. If you're, a, if you're a carpenter and you go in to buy some wood from Juicens or wherever... I thought you were going to say some carpets then, but uh, that's just me being stupid. Make sure you talk into the microphone, not okay. into my face. <laughs> that's why you were really quiet last week. Would yeah, it help if I that. stood over here? Uh, that's better. <laughs> okay, so if you, if you were a carpenter and you're going to buy some materials, yep. normally the prices would be shown to you as prices, and then when you get to the till, they would add the VAT on and you'd pay the full amount because you'd claim the VAT back. Is that the right understanding of VAT? That's how I understand it, yeah. Okay, good. Now, here's the thing. Let's say you were selling a piece of wood for £10, right? How long is a piece of wood? 
Uh, in this example, it's five metres long. Two by one? Let's not get into the uh, the, the dimensions of the <laughs> okay, wood. Okay, fair enough. It's hypothetical. Okay. I've and never heard of that type of wood, but carry on. Yeah, it's a special kind of wood. Uh, they grow it in Malaysia. Oh, okay. Yeah. It comes from the uh, hypothetica tree, which uh, is also where they get a special medicine for sick children. Is it as good as pine? Um, no, it's more like a sort of oaky. Is it environmentally friendly to use oh, it? Oh, yeah, it's totally environmentally friendly. Oh, okay. And um, hypothetically... You could uh, you could cut them all down and it wouldn't make any difference. Wow. Yeah. So um, you and only a tenner. In this example, the piece of wood is ten pounds. Okay. Now, when you when you're talking to the guy, they tell you yeah, it's ten pound for the wood, and you say okay. Now, when you go to the till, they're going to charge you ten pound plus VAT. Yeah. Which is seventeen and a half percent. So that'd be ten pounds. Well, it'd be plus. One pound seventy-five. That's it. it. Yeah, because yeah, it'd be so it'd be eleven seventy-five that you'd actually part That's with, it. right? Now, then, when you came to do your your VAT reports, how would that work? You would you would claim that one pound seventy-five back against the VAT that you were paying, or what? How does it work? I don't really understand. I think it. you claim the VAT that you paid to the place where you bought the hypothetical wood from. Uh, you claim that portion back, but you give them the money that the customers paid. The VAT in their bill. So it's a tax on the profit. Only on the profit, yeah. Right. So that's a good thing. Mm. Now, VAT has been around for absolutely ages, and it works, and that's the system we've got. Now, they've got a different system in America. They've got a thing called sales tax, mm -hmm. which um, uh, what well, the way they work that is slightly different. Well, the way the VAT works here is every stage of the process from the manufacturing to the distribution, to the supplier, to the retailer, to the consumer. Yep. VAT is put on at every stage. Yes. But in America and other countries that use sales tax, they don't do it that way. They just put the tax on at the end. So all of the onus is on the manufacturer, the distributor, the retailer, to make sure that the person that they're, that is buying it really is who they say they are. Okay. So there's a lot of paperwork involved with it. and you know, But here, there's none of that. Everyone pays VAT, regardless of whether they are a single person who's buying something for their house or, you know, a carpenter who's going to make something. Everyone pays it. And then the government collects it and it's all good. Now, the reason that this is important, this 15% change, is because it is supposed to encourage people to spend more money. Yep. The idea being that everything is going to be a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Remember, the 2.5% is only on the profit. Sure. So, well, it's not it's not that it's only on the other profit. It's only on the VAT, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, if something was £100, it's not going to be £2.50 cheaper, is it? Because it's not 2.5% of the whole amount. It's only 2.5% of the VAT amount, isn't it? Uh, that's right. Yeah, so am I confusing you? you? Yeah, I'm catching up with you so far. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is... You cannot, you're not going to expect to see 2.5% off the complete value of something. Yeah. You're only going to see 2.5% off the VAT amount of it, mm -hmm. which is really, really small. But it should be noticeable when you go into a shop and they're selling a camera for, say, 49.99. Right. It should be now a lower amount. True. Because they've taken 2.5% off the VAT. Right. Now, have you noticed... That everything costs something 99. Yeah, I hate that. I know. Now, here's the thing. I'd rather pay the penny extra. Why? <laughs> because then I don't have to have the burden of change. Yeah, but everybody pays with a card anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. That's true. I don't carry cash anyway. Yeah, you're like the queen, aren't you? Yeah. 
You even talk like her sometimes, don't you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Philippe. <laughs> anyway, Carol. Um, Philippe. <laughs> we have had a good year today. One's had a good day. Um, anyway, Carol. The Queen. Yes. Does the Queen carry cash? No. Why? It's too heavy. Yeah, but just think how convenient it would be for her if she had to prove her ID to someone. That's true. I mean, imagine the Queen going into a nightclub and the guy says... I'm no, sorry, no, it wouldn't I mean, work. It wouldn't work. It doesn't what? have a date of birth on the, the banknotes. All right, what if, she, what if she just had to verify who she was? Could be a Queen lookalike. Well, I suppose so, but, you know, she could pull out a £5 note and go, there you go. True. <laughs> There's a picture of me. Um, I think she does carry cash. Now, we've had this conversation before, but not on the podcast. No. Now, why do you think the Queen doesn't carry any cash on her? What would be the point? Because if she's out and about, she might see something, oh, and she might think, oh, that would look nice. I would get that for Philip. And she'll buy no, it. No, it's, it's, it's Philippe. Okay. <laughs> now, but this this comes back to the question of, does yep. the Queen go out and about? Queen, of course Queen goes out and about. Well, she doesn't always go out and about with a bunch of people, does she? Yes. Well, not always. What when what when she's on holiday? Are you telling me that the Queen never Well, she goes... doesn't go on her own. Well, yeah, but she must go for a walk sometimes. Yeah, but she'll go for a walk with loads of armed guards. I and... don't think she will, though. Not in a little village in I Scotland. reckon the Corgis have got the cash. I think that she keeps the cash in a handbag, because she always has a handbag with her. No, that's for her gloves and hanky. Yeah, but there must be some cash in there. It'd be crazy. Or at least a debit card. She must have some method of payment. I, mean, I can't believe that she goes out without any way of paying for stuff. I don't, I'm not saying that she doesn't pay for stuff. I'm just saying she physically doesn't carry cash. Well, we need to find out. Well, I'll ring her and ask her. Well, I am going to make it my mission to find out if the Queen carries cash. I can give you a phone number. <laughs> well, the phone number for Buckingham Palace. Yeah. I'll just ring it up and say, is Liz there? <laughs> Liz? Well, she's called you're, you're Queen on... Elizabeth, isn't she? Oh, you're that friendly then. No, I'm, I'm just making Seems a Seems like joke. you know her better than me. Anyway, back to I only know her as mom. Of course, of course. Um, you're not supposed to speak to the Queen unless she speaks to you first, are you? Well, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Can you imagine getting stuck in a lift with her? Or asking her a there, question. There, there'd be that wait. You know what I'd, lo- Do you know what I'd love to happen? I, you know, in my wildest fantasy, I would be... Lo- Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to have a wild fantasy about the Queen? Well, no, when I, when I say wildest fantasy, I mean, like, this is completely un... You know, it's never going to happen in a million years. All right, OK. But I would love there to be some sort of situation where the Queen and I are stuck in a lift and I would just pretend that I don't know who she is. <laughs> And I would just say, oh, these lifts, they're always going wrong. And, you know, just I would just act like I have no idea who she is. And I'd let her try and I've got explain it. Why, to why me. don't you say, listen, you haven't got any chains if you're for a fiver. <laughs> yeah, that would be so great, you know. Uh, you could just take the £5 note out of your wallet and say, you haven't, you haven't got any pound coins. Wait a minute. You could look at the £5 note, look at her, say... This, you look just like the woman on this money. Um, anyway, back to the VAT. Oh, yeah, 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 the VAT. The thing that I want to know is, since everything costs something 99... Yes. Does that mean that now everything's going to cost, like, something, you know, 81? Because everything's going to come down in price? No. Well, it should do, though, because they're doing it to encourage us to spend more. True. So, what I have done is I have got a list of ten items, Right? And these items range... Is this your Christmas list? No, no, no. This is my VAT, are they ripping us off list. Oh, okay. Now, this is like a two-part podcasty thing here. Right. Because what I've done is I've made a list of ten items, and they range from a can of Coke Mm. to a car. 
Right. And each of these items, I have found out how much they cost today. Right. And I'm going to do exactly the same thing for each of these items next Thursday. Okay. And then we are going to do next week a podcast VAT, are they ripping us off review? And we're going to see if they've actually changed the prices on anything. What if the prices have gone up? I'll just be completely baffled if they've gone up. Because they should either stay the same or come down a little bit. Okay. Now, what I'm expecting to happen is that some things, like a can of Coke, Mm. won't change. No. But, you know, and other things, like a box of cereal, that won't make any difference. Is that on your list? That's one of the things on the list. Oh, okay. Weetabix uh, Choco Crunchy things. I've never heard of them. Are they nice? They're lovely. Yeah. Do you have them with milk? Yeah, yeah, of course. I only have cereal dry. And I tell you what, they're really filling as well. You have a bowl of them, you're not hungry until like one o'clock in the afternoon. Fantastic. Cool. Because you know how usually I'm always saying, oh, I had my breakfast too early today. I'm hungry now. I'm hungry now. <laughs> well, that didn't, that doesn't happen anymore since I changed. But anyway, look, that's not the point. The point is I got these 10 items. Right. And we're going to see if they change. Now, some of them won't, some of them shouldn't make any difference because they're food. Mm. So they will stay exactly the same. One of the things I've got is a box of cat food. I want to see if that changes. Because I want to know Do if cats they, pay that? That's what I want to know. I want to know if cats pay VAT. Wow. See, when you go shopping in Tesco... Yeah. I don't go shopping in Tesco. No, you're supposed to say other supermarkets are available. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I do go shopping in Tesco. When you go shopping in Tesco... Other supermarkets are available. But they're not as good. <laughs> I, can we work that into every podcast? Yeah, okay. Um, when you go shopping and you buy, you know, like a 32-inch telly, a bottle of milk and a loaf of bread. Is that what you buy every week? <laughs> well, no. But when you get the receipt, there isn't any breakdown there on there of like, you know, this was this amount and then the VAT was this, that and the other. So let's just let's just say it's going to be interesting to see. I got straight through on the checkouts this week. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Well, the shop was empty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, went, you must have gone at a good time then. Yeah, there's, there's, there's certain times in the day you have to go, I think. This was a, this is before five o'clock. Before the oh, everyone goes course. home on the way from yeah, so it's straight through really. Oh, is that the day that you you went home early? Yeah, so I, for, from Claim, there, I, claiming that your child was sick. Yeah, but I had to go and pick How up. How convenient! I had to pick up some essentials. Yeah, um, Coke. How did your daughter get sick in the first place? Anyway, well, um, well, there's a funny thing about this uh, this the sick thing because I am blaming Santa. Santa? Yeah, Santa put my daughter like in hospital. Santa Claus? Yeah, Santa Father Claus. Christmas? Yeah, and I've got... The big a, man himself. I've got a bit of a beef about Santa. Why? What did he do? He conned me. How? Well, I was in this big supermarket. No. Tesco? No, no, it's not, not supermarket. Other stores are available. Uh, there, but they're not as good. No, uh, no, uh, big, big uh, superstore. No, um, Woolworths. department store. Woolworths are going out of business. 99 years they've been going. 90. and. They are going out of business. Another thing that's happening in the news this week. Well, okay. Well, anyway. So, I was in uh, this department store. Big department store. I'm sure we all know the one. Marks and Spencers. No, but other stores are available. Debenhams? (laughs) Uh, It may be. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Anyway, I was in there doing a bit of shopping, and I must admit, we bought a few things, and uh, they were quite nice. Um, And while we were wandering around the store, we noticed that Santa was there. Wow. He must have been doing his shopping or pricing up and stuff, you know. It's nice to know where he goes shopping. Well, yeah, he, he goes to the best places. Maybe he was just doing a price check, and then he's going to wait until Monday and see if the prices come down. Anyway, we noticed a big sign. Yeah. Saying, you can see Santa. Wow. Yeah. So I thought, I'm a bit old. <laughs> then I thought, my wife wouldn't be that keen. Mm. But we do have a little daughter with us. So I thought, 
First Christmas, ten months old. First time to see Santa. Yeah. It's Debenhams. Oh, am I allowed to say oh, that? Uh, never mind, we'll anyway, edit that out. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you know... But hang on a second. Do you not think the prospect <laughs> of putting your ten-year-old baby on the knee of a stranger who's, like, big and red and going, ho, 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 do you not think that would frighten Oh, yeah, I'm glad you said that. But anyway, so, we're in we're in Debenhams and, and, and Mel's saying, do you know what? That's your wife. That's my wife, yeah. She's going, do you know what? We should take Laura, my daughter, to see Santa. Yeah. Um, because he's here. So I said, good idea. So uh, she went to the till to pay for the, the, the bits and pieces that we bought. Yeah, yeah, And she said at the till, Nanny Santa, is it okay if my daughter sits on his knee? Did you have a camera with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And uh, the sales assistant goes, oh yeah, that's no problem at all. It's three pounds. To sit on his knee? To sit on his knee. Oh, flipping heck. So we thought, right, no problem. She said, it's for charity. Oh, that's fair. Enough. So, so Mel said, "Yeah, there's no problem. I'll bother. Three pound, that's fine. You mm-hmm. know, probably the going rate. You know, he's got he's got to buy his stuff somehow. He, well, needs, yeah. he needs money. Those reindeers use a lot. Uh, they, they eat <laughs> a lot of food. So, so she's fair enough. Paid her three quid. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll get to something else a bit later. But she paid the money for this uh, for this Santa experience. Yes. And we go and wait by uh, the Santa stage. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, he, he turns up in his little red." Uh, Outfit. He's quite tall, actually. He wasn't a little short, plumpy fella. He was a very tall, thin fella with a probably a pillow stuffed down his. Jo- but I wasn't going to say that in front of my daughter. No. G- gave the game away, sort of thing. Was there a lot of children? There? No, we were the only one. Oh, okay. So uh, Mel said, "Right, so um, so uh, are you going to sit down so we can put him on on your knee?" Because, oh no, we don't do that. Why so, not? Well. I don't know. This is. This Did you is, pay the three pound? We paid the three pound. We we even had a little ticket and we gave him the voucher and he said, "No, I'm sorry, but we're, we're, I'm not allowed." He goes. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe maybe there's maybe they're scared that he would drop a child. Possibly lawsuit. So claims direct. I think they've gone bust. Oh, have they? Yeah, I think. <laughs> Can you imagine suing them? Father Christmas? Well, anyway, so so we were. Did a bit... Father Christmas drop your child accidentally? <laughs> Call now. <laughs> So, so, uh, so we thought, right, he said, but she can sit in the chair. So I thought, well, fair enough. Oh, okay. She could have sat in the chair ten minutes ago when you weren't here, sort of thing. <laughs> so we put her in the chair. Yeah. And not a peep out of her, no screaming and crying. And he went, wow, this one doesn't scream. So I'm thinking in my head, so all the He kids... must have been torturing the <laughs> yeah, ones before. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, this is great. And he gave her a sticker. Do you think maybe he'd been torturing the other kids, yeah. making them scream? And the manager had come and said, look, you're not allowed to put them on your knee anymore. And then just at that moment, you'd come round the corner and he'd said, no, well, I'm not allowed. That, that was maybe, maybe had something against my daughter. I don't know. But anyway, so it, she sat down and she was good as gold. Yep. Didn't scream, didn't Fair cry point. anything. He said, oh, this is amazing. This is the first one that hasn't cried and run off. Yeah. Not that she can run off. But anyway, he gave her a sticker and went, well, uh, there you go. And I thought, right. Well, um, you wanted a bit more. I thought, I better take a picture. Yeah. And annoyingly, my phone died and I hadn't got it back. But then I, 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 I was so annoyed with the whole situation anyway, I thought, we'll kind of come back some other day. Anyway, so I thought that was it. Mm. Santa's ripped us off. Yeah. But then I noticed Santa's ripped off the charities as well. How? Because you know what they've done? What? It was a 20% off everything in the store day. Right. So they took 20% off the £3 that I was giving to charity. No way. So Santa has deprived that charity 
of 20%. Well, how did they work it then? At the till, they just take 20% yeah. of the total? Well, we didn't notice, obviously, because we were paying for the other bits and pieces until, you know, later on. You know, we noticed that it was like £2.60 or whatever the 20% is. I'm trying to work out in my head. Okay. And we were thinking, hang on a minute. We wanted to give £3 to this charity, but Santa said, no, you can't. Or sit on my knee. Yeah. Hmm. Which I but thought what does a... this have to do with your daughter being sick, though? Oh, well, you understand? see... I wasn't ill, and Mel wasn't ill. Yeah. And the only person that she was uh, near was mm-hmm. Santa. Yeah, but she didn't touch him. Oh, no, he, he, he shook her hand. Oh, okay. But here's the best bit. I didn't even get a bloody ho-ho-ho. Let me ask you a question. Not a ho-ho-ho. Did you ever... Not, not, not a ho-ho-ho. Not even, oh, what are you getting for Christmas? None yeah. of that. He just went, oh, this one's not so crying. what's happened then? I mean, when I was a kid, I remember going and seeing Father Christmas. Right. And I sat on his knee, and he said, have you been a good boy? And I said, yes. And he said, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, a bag. And he said, okay. And he gave me a little present. And I don't know what it was. It was like a little car or something. Yeah. Isn't this like a rigid set set in stone, you know, formula that they always oh. do it like that, and that's how it is, and it's been like that for years? Santa's changed. Why? What's going on? It's, it's, it's you know... I mean, it's really simple. You just sit the kid on the guy's knee. What do you want for Christmas? A doll. Here's a present. Have you been good? Yes. Okay, on you go. Next! It and it, it, it's, not, it's not rocket science. It's not like he was busy either. I don't know. I so don't know. What, I, I, is, what is the world coming to so, when Father Christmas hasn't even got the time and you didn't even get a little present? Oh, we did get a we present. We got a sticker. We got a sticker and a book. Oh, all right. Fair enough. You didn't mention the book. I forgot about the book. We did get a book. And it was like, yeah, some toys in there. Help yourself. And they weren't even wrapped. It was that, just that's just terrible. It was just a load of kids' books, but it was like none suitable for my, her age. My only hope. Well, yeah. I mean, I suppose if you're ten so, months old, you can't really read. Well, it's not that. You know, you would think that they would have a book for children of that age, which was just pictures or something. You yeah, know? yeah, but yeah. This was a proper book, and it was it was like yeah. So you can have it this Christmas, but you can't read it until I the next four years. Ten months is a bit young, though. I mean. Well, she's There's no sick. way that she can understand the whole... Oh, she did. She understood that there was a big red man in front of her. And, <laughs> you know, and she was she was looking at him and laughing and, and, and trying to grab his beard like all kids do. So, you know, it, yeah. it was a good experience. Of course, you've got to Apart remember... Apart from we didn't get a ho-ho-ho, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> okay. Or I didn't even ask us... Have you been a good she... boy? Well, no, she's a girl, so... No, he could have asked you that. Oh. To which you would have said no. Well, I could have had the Santa experience on her behalf. Yeah. For three quid, mind you, maybe you'd have to pay extra because you're. Well, no, no, I know what it is. What is it? Because he knew he wasn't getting so much for his uh, for his charities. Oh, he didn't want to put the effort in. He didn't want to put the effort in. Let me tell you what I, I had twenty percent less off my Santa, and that included the sitting on the knee and the ho ho ho. <laughs> well, I reckon that that Santa was just like. And he put her in hospital. He. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was the proper Santa. I'm guessing. I could be wrong. I think that that guy was just like working for that charity, and they just sent him there. So he's a dressed... fraud. Yeah, I don't think he was a real Santa. So he's a fraud. He ripped the, us off, the real, and he put her in hospital. The real Santa would not have ripped And he off. stole from charities. The real Santa would have given her a proper present, wrapped up, and the real Santa would have asked, have you been a good girl, and what do you want for me? Anyway, I'm going back next week. What? What for? To see the real Santa? I don't know. Let's not forget that the, the real reason for Christmas is, of course, that Jesus guy. That's why we have Christmas, isn't it? Jesus guy? Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's why it's called Christmas. I thought we weren't allowed to swear on the podcast. So let's let's just uh, have a moment's silence now to remember Jesus. We can't do that because then we'd have dead air. I don't know, but we 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 have to have a moment silent. <laughs> <laughs>
to remember Jesus. Okay. He died for our sins. I haven't got any sins. I was walking down the street the other day. Oh, is this a joke? Nope. It's oh. absolutely true. And I found a way of avoiding people who are selling the big issue. And this is a surefire way. Now, do you know what I'm talking about, first of all? I know about the big issue. Right. Big issue! The big issue is a magazine which is sold. I do loads of impressions. Big issue and the Queen. Right. Philippe! I, I, I do a Gordon Brown one. You want to hear my Gordon? Go on, go on, go on, Gordon Brown. Next Monday, we are reducing the rate of tax from 17.5% to 15%. This will be effective for one year. Isn't that good? Yeah. Anyway, um, the big issue is a magazine which is sold by homeless people. Yes. Now, first of all, I know this is going to really land me in hot water and it's not a very popular point of view, but I, re I really wonder if these people are really homeless. Because their shoes are better than my... Ho you know, like, their shoes cost more than all the clothes I'm wearing when I'm walking past them. There's one guy, he has, like, this, you know, really good make of shoes on. Yeah, but they're his big... work shoes, or her work shoes. Right. You've got okay. to make an effort when you go to work. Well, I suppose so. But are they really homeless? Maybe I've misunderstood the way the big issue works, but my understanding of it is that it's sold by homeless people. Uh, yeah, they usually do wear hats. Well, wherever the hat is and wherever they lay it, that's their home. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose uh, they're the kind of guy who, wherever they go... <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> anyway, um, never mind about Paul Young. Big issue. One Paul of Young the, one sells of, the big issue? <laughs> one of the things that's annoying about the big issue, of course, is their relentlessness. Well, no, the annoying thing about the big issue is it's not very big. <laughs> no, I, th I don't... I think... It, I, I, it's about five pages big. Yeah, but it's talking about... An you know, A4 size. Issues of the day. That's, that's, oh, I see. Oh, I got you now. But the thing is, right, that when you're walking down the street, you'll, you'll have, you know... Th there's like three different ways of doing it. Yeah. Here's the first one. Big issue. Big issue. And that's it. Just repeat, repetitive. Stands there. Doesn't bother anyone. You know, they, he's just standing there going, big issue. Mm. He's making himself, you know... Why have they always got a dog? I don't know. But he, this guy, he's making himself known. People can see him. If they want to buy a copy, it's up to them. There's no pressure. Is the dog homeless? Now, the other type... <laughs> maybe he's got a little kennel made out of old copies of the big issue. Okay. The other type is the, uh, is the ones that they go, big issue... Big issue, please. And that you know, they're like, they, you're walking past them and they'll kind of step so that you have to walk around them. But they don't go any further than big issue. They just, you know, try and make themselves be more noticeable. Do you right. know what I mean? Okay. And then the third kind, mm -hmm. and these are the worst kind, they're the ones that goes, hello, mate, how you doing? You want a big issue? And he's like, whoa, you're having a conversation with me. What are you doing? I'm just trying to go to Boots. You know what I mean? You can't say... We're mentioning too many shops here. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Smiths. The point is that I found a way of getting around them, and it's dead easy. Being cute. Yeah. All you need to do is get a set of headphones. The best ones are the white ones. Because they really stand up, and they really show up. You put the headphones in when you're walking down the street. And I was listening to some music the other day, Yeah. so I had the headphones on for a reason. Mm -hmm. But it occurred to me that even if I wasn't listening to music, I'd still put these headphones in, because this guy started his big issue thing... And I just pretended I couldn't hear him, even though I could, because I had my headphones on. And he saw that I had the headphones, because they were white. And he thought, oh, fair enough. The guy's not ignoring me. He just can't hear me. So I was absolved of any guilt and didn't have to buy a copy of The Big Issue or speak to some guy and say, no, I don't want one. If you <sighs> were selling The Big Issue, what would your way of selling it be? Ooh. How would you do it? 
Uh, I'd have a sale. <laughs> what? Two and a half percent off? No, a bit more than that. Ninety-five percent off. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, but do you not? Would you not sort of big it up a bit? I mean, you know, if I was selling the bigger, the reason I ask is this: I've, I've been to lots of different places, right? And I saw lots of people selling the big issue, and the common theme throughout them all is this: big issue. Big issue. And that's it. What they should do is, you know, go back to the days of yore mm-hmm. when they used to have, you know, you know, in the, whenever you see an old movie. Oh, the oh, yay, the oh, yay, oh, yay, man. And he goes, oh, yay, oh, yay, oh, yay. And he extra, goes. Extra, extra, read all about Oh, that guy. That oh. guy. Oh, they thought, should do that. I thought you meant about the bring out the dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about the town crier. Oh, right. I'm talking about, you know, when you see, when you see a, a film from like. I don't know, the olden days, yeah. and there'll be some kid go, extra, extra, read all about the VAT dropped from 17.5% to 15% for one year. That sort of thing. I'd read that. What they should do is, when they're doing the big issue, right, they should look through the big issue, see what's in it, and go, in the big issue this week, we've got an interview with Mel Spice, she's six months pregnant, blah, 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 she talks about being a mother. We've also got an interview with this guy and that guy, and we've got music reviews. I've got it, I know, I know, I know what I do, I dress as Santa. <laughs> All <laughs> year round? No, no, well, just this end of the year, I'd have to think of other Easter Bunny at Easter or whatever. Right, okay. Dress as Santa, okay? I go, ho, ho, ho. Big issue? Proper, yeah, what you do. <laughs> Big issue. <laughs> right? And then you get all the little kids, you stick them on your knee, okay, and you let do the photo opportunity and all the rest of it, and you wrap up a big issue and you charge them three quid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is actually pretty amazing. I think that would work. You, can, you, can you imagine how disappointed the kids And my daughter, in that instance, because she can't read, she wouldn't care what the content of the big issue Just was. Just look at the pictures. Yes. What's in the big issue, anyway? I had a copy it's, years it's ago. Just, and I... it, it's just like any other magazine. It's got loads of uh, reviews of stuff, like movies. Anything interviews. about I'm a Celebrity? Uh... So that's the reason why it doesn't sell. It needs to have I'm a Celebrity, X Factor, all this stuff on the front page. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in-depth interviews with yeah, those Cheryl are the real issues of the whatever day. her name is, and, and, and Simon Cowell sleeping with some woman in some country somewhere. You know, what? he's not, but, you know, it's just, you know, that sort of stuff should be in the big issue. And everyone would be going, I can't wait till next week's edition. You know what? I think you might have something there. Instead of which, you'd probably get a crossword. Yeah, because when you think about it, the big issue is sold on the fact that you're helping, you know, you're helping someone out by buying yeah. it. So it's like a sympathy purchase. Yes. You know, it's like, well, you know, I like I like to buy the big issue every week. You know, I like to do my bit. Well, wouldn't it be better if the big issue was so good? I wanted to do my bit on Sunday, but they took 20% off. Well, there you go. What Maybe I should give that 20% guy to the big issue man next time I see him. How would you... You'd have to work it out first. I what about bartering? They should be open to bartering. We should go up to them and say, will you take 20p for it? <laughs> have you got a change for a 20? That's always a good one. Have you noticed now, by the way, you know you're saying about this 20% off thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you not find that it's odd that they're having these sales and reductions before Christmas? Because usually they don't do it until after Christmas, do they? Yeah. But, you know, it's run up to Christmas. Traditionally, it's a time when everyone's spending money. And they're actually having sales and they're knocking money off things. What's going on there? What, what's the deal? To get people to buy more stuff. Is it really that quiet? I mean, well, you... like I said, we were the only one who went to see Santa. Maybe the words got out that Santa's a con man. Mm, perhaps. I, um, I found something out the other day. Oh, I know it's Christmas. Do you know why I know it's Christmas? Uh, because every shop is playing Christmas music. No. Because the Christmas lights are up in the street. No. Uh, because loads of windows have got Christmas displays in them. No. 
Um, because the Coca-Cola adverts. Yeah. <laughs> ah, right. Okay. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. <laughs> Tis the season. It's always a real thing. Holidays are coming. You can do the holidays are coming. Oh, right. Holidays are coming. Holidays. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I've just had a brainwave. Okay. What is you know it? how successful the jingle was that we made. The five, four, three, two, one jingle. Five, four. No, not that one. No, no the one at the beginning. Of oh, the no, but yeah, the one in the car. Why don't we make a Christmas single? Uh, because we don't know how to write music or lyrics, and we, we can't yeah, play yeah, any yeah, instruments we didn't or know sing. How, we didn't know how to do a jingle, and we did one in a couple of hours. You are exaggerating slightly, aren't you? Because it actually took you all night to do that jingle. Well, all right. And it lasts ten seconds. A song usually lasts three to four minutes. So if we, if we stretch that out, we could do one. But it would take us six months. We just loop Christmas. We just do loads of loops. This is in like four weeks. You want to make a Christmas song? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What? What? What would it be about? Santa ripped us off and put us in hospital. Yeah, that would go down well. Um, I suppose we could talk about you know things like that. We that we presents that people gave us. Oh, that we didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll do that. I'll try. We'll do. We'll try and do something. We've got to make one. Can we have uh, sleigh bells in it? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Dun, 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 all that sort of stuff. I can stuff. get my daughter to shake the, the milk bottle top. Are we going to play the instruments? We'll have a go. I can't play any instruments. I can play the drums. It's easy. Just whack them. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. It's not, there's nothing to it, is it, really? No. You just hit these things and they make a noise. Saucepans. Yeah. Okay. All right, what the hell? We'll give it a go. Yeah. We'll try, we'll try and get it in either next week or the week after. Okay, well, I... We've got to get it soon, because then we want to put it on iTunes, and we want to sell it and make our millions. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to happen. I, um, I was... I found something out the other day. What's that? Which amazed me. Is it about me? No, it's about boots. Oh, okay, fine. Go for that. Right, Not the on. shop, the kind you put on your feet. Right. My girlfriend, she wanted these boots, right? Right. She, she's wanted these boots for ages. Okay. And um, they were this certain brand of boots, which was um, Lacoste, I think. And a certain, a certain, you know, one of the one of the range of the, of this boots right. that she wanted, and it was it was called something like a Toby boot or something, and um, she'd found it in the catalogue, and the catalogue was, um, you know, the catalogue, don't you? Did you ever have the catalogue when you were a kid? No. Your mum never had the catalogue. No. We used when when I was a kid. My mum used to get the catalogue. I remember everyone that had the catalogue always had better clothes than me, though. <laughs> well, actually, the catalogue... That's because they never actually paid for them. They always just got the... No, bulk. you do pay for them. But let me tell you, the catalogue is brilliant, yeah. right? It has it has its upside and its downside. Yeah. Now, the first thing about the catalogue is that it it's sort of... It's the ultimate in laziness. Because you can just browse through it without leaving your house. So it's like going round the high street, but in mm. the comfort of your own chair. Does it still go... Oh, yeah. I don't think they're as big as they were when I was a kid. I would have thought though. places like Argos would have well, that's wiped it, them out. Obviously. But they haven't been wiped out because, of course, the, the, the big thing that the catalogues do is they let you pay for the stuff over a long period of time. So you can right. buy a bunch of things and, you know, you can spread the payments. Which, if you're buying, you know, Christmas shopping or something, it works out really well for a lot of, for a lot of people. And the catalogues are very, very popular. Mm. Now, when I was a kid, I remember my mum had the catalogue and, you know, all, all the, the, the ladies on the, on the street all had the catalogue, you know, and they'd get together. And one of the cool things about the catalogue is you can order stuff, it turns up, you can try it on, you know, have a look at it. Go out like... for the evening. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe some people do do that. I don't yeah. know. And then if you don't like it, you just send it back. And as long as it's not damaged or anything, that's fine. They'll just take it back. So if you wanted to, you could just constantly just keep ordering clothes from the catalogue and changing hey, you've them. given me an idea. Maybe I just don't need to wash anything or do anything. I'll just order from the catalogue, exactly. wear it for the day. As long yeah. as I don't get any stains on it or yeah. anything. And then just send it back. And each day, another guy turns up with another outfit for that day, and I just keep sending them back. Yeah, although... I suppose the underpants will get a bit... uh... (laughs) You can't send underwear back. But I'm sure that the catalogue would probably suss out eventually. I mean, somebody would be reviewing your account, you know, to see if you were eligible for any... Can you get away with sending socks back? No, no underwear or socks. So, yeah... Is socks underwear? Well, they go under your shoes and trousers. Ah! But there are some things that you can't send back, like um, DVDs. Games, those kind of things. You can't send those back. Oh, because you watch them and then you send them back. Exactly. I mean, you know, you could just buy loads of DVDs, watch them, and then go, yeah, I don't like these. Well, they don't let you do that. Okay. But the point is that the catalogue company that I'm with is Littlewoods, right? Very, very big brand of catalogue. Very famous. And I got I got them because my mum got them, and I, I bought a couple of things, you know. They were all right. But here's the thing, and this is the thing that I found out that I want to tell you about, which I couldn't believe. And you won't believe this either, because it's so unbelievable. My girlfriend wanted these boots, these Toby um, Lacoste boots, and she wanted them in white, size 4, right? Now, on the Littlewoods website, they didn't have any left. So what do you do if you want to buy something that there's none left of? You just go in Google and you search for it, right? Buy the black ones and spray them. Ah, I already suggested that. (laughs) I made two suggestions to her. Bleach. The first suggestion was, let's get size 5 ones, and you can just stick tissues in the toe. Apparently that won't work. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, the other idea was, we'll get the black ones and we'll paint them. No, that doesn't work either. I don't know why. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a woman, so I don't understand right. how these things work. But, um, oh look, we're at 37 minutes. We've gone over again. <sighs> Let me just tell you this one thing very quickly. I, did, I was doing a Google search for these boots, yep. and I found them on loads of websites. I don't believe you. 20 or 30 different I don't websites. believe you. That's unbelievable. How no, did no, you no. find so many? That's not the point. Oh. The point is, I found these boots, and I'm looking at all these websites, and every single one of these websites is sold out of size 4. I right. don't believe you. It's true. And then, as I'm looking at these different websites, I'm thinking, you know, this website looks a lot like the last website I was on. And then, I'm going to another website, and it looks the same. It's the same layout. All that's changing is the, is the logo in the corner. Yeah. Well, I did a bit of research, and I found out that all of the catalogue companies are all owned by one company. And that company's name is Great Universal. And they own every single catalogue company. And all of these catalogues that are on the internet, every single one of them, and all the websites, they're all owned by the same company. And they all got the same stuff. That's unbelievable. I know. I don't believe it. But the thing is, the, the amount of, the amount of like, you know, the amount of shops that are out there, it's just unbelievable. There's so many different shops out You're there. You're saying it again, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It's, I'm a, I don't believe you. Well, I just think it's amazing that one company has got the monopoly on all this catalogue business. Argos. There's no competition. Do they own Argos? No, but that's not the same thing. Because the Argos one, it's just like a shop. Right. Isn't it? It's not like the catalogue where you can order stuff and pay for it over a year. Well, I, 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 I still don't believe you. Okay, well, it's true. Well, there we go then. Um, what else? Have we got anything else we want to talk about? Because we've been talking a long time now, 40 minutes. And I, I could still keep going. I've got, some, I've got other things I want to I reckon to we should just keep going and then if people don't want to listen anymore, they just turn it off. Yeah. What you could do is when it gets to 30 minutes, if you're bored, just stop listening. Yeah. And then... Then you would have missed out the whole thing about the catalogues and you wouldn't be listening to this right now. 
Yeah. Let's talk about call centres, because I really want to talk to you about call centres. I phoned a call centre earlier this week. Right. And it was a call centre, well, you know yourself, because we were both involved in this whole rigmarole. We were trying to get somebody on the internet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing that that makes me laugh, now, I'm sure everybody knows that call centres, the first thing you get when you call the call centre is, you know, thank you for calling such and such a company, press one for this thing, press two for that. You know the thing I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Well, this one, it was an internet company. We were trying to get on the internet. Mm-hmm. While I was on hold waiting to speak to someone, it actually said, if you go to our website, you will find tips that will help you connect to the internet. And I thought to myself, well, how are you going to go to their website unless you're already, you know, if you if you can go to their website, you wouldn't be phoning them. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it was like the ultimate insult. That, you, that you're on the, you're on hold waiting to speak to somebody because you can't connect to the internet, and they're telling you if you go on our website, we'll show you how to connect to the internet. It's like a catch twenty two. How are you going to do it? Chicken and egg. Chicken and egg. And uh, did you I, go to the website? No, because there was no internet connection there, oh. and we never really got it solved either. We're, no. we're still going to try and get that working, but um, I just I just hate call centres. I hate the way that I find swearing a lot gets you through. <laughs> no, well, I heard stories about this, but I don't know it, if it does. works. Well, I don't know. Also, whacking the keypad also helps as well. Just keep typing anything. Well, yeah, there's a lot of theories about it, isn't there? Some people say that if you just don't press any buttons at all, you'll get through. No, you, sometimes you, if you don't do that, you just end up in a loop. Yeah, and goes, I, I, I didn't quite hear you. Just start swearing. You, it's Honestly, you get straight through. Mm, Try it. Know. Everyone that's listening, phone a call centre right now and start swearing. You'll get straight through. But why are there so many call centres? Why, why don't they just employ people, just pick up the phone and say, yo, what's up? I remember once, Lloyd's TSB. Yeah, this was, oh, this is a great story. <laughs> they had this advert and it was called The Three Rings. Was it Lloyd's TSB? It was Lloyd's TSB. Well, it was Lloyd's back then. I of course. And uh, I, I was in work one day and I thought, I wonder. So I dialed the number. It was a typical busy day then. It was, yeah. I dialed the number, and after four rings, they picked it up. Said, Lloyd's, whatever. And I said, well, you didn't do it in three, did you? And they said, oh, we're really sorry. And they went into this big... And they said, what did you want anyway? I said, nothing. I just wanted to see if you'd answer within three rings. Yeah. Anyway, I put the phone down and phoned back again. It was the same person. No I said, way. I said, that was better. And she goes, thanks. And that was it. <laughs> but uh, that's my... Uh, Think about the three rings. The three rings is all it, but you ring them now. Those know. were the days, though, eh? Back in back in the olden days. You used to get stuff done back then. Phone the operator in the old days. <gasps> I know. You wouldn't even need a ring. I know. You, it's amazing. I mean, you used to you used to ring the operator, and as soon as you took your finger off the zero, you'd hear operator, which, you know, operator, how can I help you? Now, when you're in the operator, you're in a queue. I had an argument. For the operator. What is going on? I had an argument with 999 once. Why were you calling 999? Well, you know, in, the, in an office... You weren't office... testing to see how fast they'd answer. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, anyway, so I was... Uh, you're, in, you're in an office and you always have to dial 9 to get out. Yeah, sometimes. You know how we dial 9 to get out here? Yeah. Well, sometimes if I'm in a house and I say, can I use your phone? Sometimes I well, still dial 9 to... this is what happened to, to me. To... I dialed 9... And you're in a house? Right, and I put the phone down, yeah. right? And I picked the phone up again, realising my mistake, yeah. and dialed 9 again. I went, ah, oh, stupid. I can't believe I've just done that. And then the woman said, emergency services, how can I help you? Really? Yeah, they answer with one nine. No way. If you leave it long enough. And I found out why. Why? Let's just say some bloke, well, I don't really want to say bloke, but some assailant yeah. has just broken into your house. Yeah. Hang on, why don't you want to say bloke? Because it could be a woman. 
Yeah, it's not likely though, is it? Okay. I mean, how many how many women burglars are there? I thought cat burglars were women for <laughs> because I was thinking a cat woman. Anyway, so this bloke breaks into your house. Yeah. He's grabbing your legs as you're trying to run up the stairs to get away. And he's holding a knife in his hand. You pick up the phone with the left. You know the old thing you see in the movies where, where you reach in for the phone. You could just about reach it and you press nine. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got no time to press nine, nine, nine. Yeah, but so what? how is that going to help? Well, the, the BT have obviously put something in place, right? That if you press nine and then leave the phone, it knows that, hang on a minute, he's pressed nine and there's a problem. Nah. Because you wouldn't dial nine for me. How true this is? Are you sure? Everyone should try it. It sounds no. Really don't actually evil. don't don't everyone try it. But trust me, it works. Just dial nine and leave it. Okay. At worst, if you dial nine nine and leave it, you'll definitely get through to the emergency service. And then what happens? You, you have an argument like and I do. They can't hear you because you're not. You're being or you, know. you scream. But anyway, no, no, no oh, I'm okay. talking about the yeah, time. But how but... are they going to? Hang on, I don't. I can't <laughs> understand how this works because. You ring that, you, you dial nine, right? And yeah. the, guy, the guy's holding you down, saying, saying, don't move, I'm robbing you. And you're going, <laughs> Yeah, like, like he'd say, don't move, I'm robbing you. Right, okay. Now, they're going to, the woman is going to pick the phone up. Go emergency service. Emergency service. No one's going to speak. But she, she'll hear muffling and rumbling and things in the background. Well, maybe she'll hear some guy going, where's your, all your jewellery? Right. Uh, and then the woman on the end, she can't do anything. Well, she knows exactly where you live. What if your number was, is withheld? Oh, yeah, that's a point. We have to dial one four seven zero nine. Right. Okay. Right? So to withhold your number, right? And then the woman will have your address on the screen. Okay. And would hear commotions going on in the background. Realise you haven't put the phone down, and then would obviously call the police and say, "I've got a bit of a problem. There's number whatever." Anyway, forget all that. Okay. I phone nine to dial out, put the yeah, phone yeah, down, yeah. realise what I'd done, yeah. and then I phone nine again. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, you stupid idiot. And then this woman went, operator service, and I'll say, emergency service, emergency. how can I help you? And I said, I didn't phone I, you. I, I think you'll find it's emergency, which service? Well, I've never wanted it. Anyway. I, I think you'll find it is that. Okay. So, I said, I don't want anything. She said, well, why did you phone? And I was on the phone for ages, and she wouldn't let me go. Even when I hung up on her. I picked the phone up and she was still there, and I was going. Oh yeah, they they get they get kind of annoyed if if you if you waste. It's their like time. you're being stalked by emergency services. Yeah. You just can't get rid of them. You put the phone down and you, and you think, oh, I'll rip the cable out the wall. That get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> then the woman turns up at your house with a headset on, going, "Why did you call me?" <laughs> so you know, like, I didn't down nine nine nine. And he was like, "Yes, you did. You got through to me. How can I help you? What?" And it was like, "I didn't. I dialed nine. She goes, "No, you didn't. You dialed nine nine nine. You you got through." And I, I just. I said, look, I'm hanging up. I don't need anything. You know what you, you, know what you did wrong? It, it, you could have very easily got out of that whole thing by saying, I'm sorry, I thought there was a fire, but it turns out it's just a chimney and there's no problem. I'm sorry to have bothered you and hung up. I called 999 once because I saw this guy parked in, like, where he shouldn't have been. That's a really boring story. Let, let's not get into that. Um... What else? You called 999 over a parking issue? <laughs> yeah, but he was parked in an extremely dangerous place. Oh, okay. In the dual carriageway where there were cars coming around a bend and almost hitting him. I phoned 999 from my car once. Why? Well, it was like a, a traffic light system and the traffic light was about a mile gap oh, between yeah. each other. Yeah. And it was a one-way thing and mm-hmm. it was on a dual carriageway. And I was at the front of the queue and the lights weren't working. They're both on red. Well, mine was on red and their side was on green continuously. It wouldn't change. Oh, right. Right? So How I long phoned, were you waiting for? 20 minutes. And there was a queue, massive mm. queue. And this is the big, big queue all the way back to the ferry, right? Yeah. So we got all the ferry traffic and everything. So I'm holding this queue up. 
some people are chancing it. And you can see them dodging lorries and stuff, you know. And it's only got a single lane because it's all coned off and everything. Mm. So I phoned 999 up. Spoke to this woman and she had a real attitude. Real attitude. She said, it's not exactly an emergency, is it? So I said, well, all right then. I'll go then. And when we have a big pile-up, it'll be your fault. Yeah, but you shouldn't have gone because it was red. I didn't. I waited till the police car turned up. Yeah, but nobody should have gone because it was red. They should have waited. Well, indefinitely, if necessary. 99% of them did wait. There was only one or two idiots decided to transit. They did make it. They did? Oh, they made it, yeah. They didn't have to call any ambulance or anything. But the police car turned up. He knocked on my window and he said, what seems to be the problem? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so... you say, well, how did the police car get there? He must have come from the other side. I think so, actually. Now you mentioned that, yeah. And there was another police car at the other end, so they must have radioed into each other. And then you did the old-fashioned move along, you know. Have Have you ever fancied being a policeman? I've never fancied a policeman. Being. Oh, being a policeman. Yeah. No. I always thought it'd be pretty cool to be a policeman. Catching bad guys, you know. Yeah. Arresting punks. Because there's always that chance. Busting up drug that rings. You're out, you're out, you know, catching criminals. And yeah. there's one at your house. What do you mean? Robbing you? Yeah. Mm. God, this is depressing. And that's about it for this week's podcast. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, I think we had, we had a good show this week, didn't we? Well, yeah. And don't forget, don't go and see Santa... You'll no. ruin your Christmas. Well, it depends on where you go. If you go and see... Well, there's the... only one Santa. No, yeah, but I don't think the one you saw was the real one. What do you mean, the one the real one? I've seen the real one, and he's not tall and thin. He's fat and I, short. I've I seen the real one, and he doesn't even wear a red coat. Uh, sometimes he wears a green one. A green one? Hmm? It depends. He's a got... green coat? Yeah, he's got two. He's got a red one and a green one. Ah, he borrows one of the elves' ones. No, 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 it's his. He's got two big coats, a red one and a green one. I thought he wore a white one. No, 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 no. Very, I don't think so. As far as I know, he's just got the red and the green one. He does, he wears the, a white the, coat. The green one has got more pockets in it. Ah, more toys. Well, he doesn't put any toys in it, but sometimes like, he'll have his phone in one pocket, and have his wallet in another pocket, and his keys for his sleigh. Is this the, the out and about coat during the rest of the yeah. year? Ah. His work coat is the red one. Got you. There's hardly any pockets in that. That's really just for show. Does the Queen have pockets? Because uh, there's nowhere... Some do... of her clothes must have pockets. Yeah, but she hasn't got a wallet or anything to put in it. Yeah, but she's got a handbag, hasn't she? So she doesn't need I can't pockets. really imagine her with her hands in her pockets, though, can you? I, 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 I can't really picture the Queen with her hands have in her Have you ever pockets. seen the Queen with her hands in her pockets? No. I saw the Queen once, but she was holding her handbag. Like, with her arm up like this. Guarding know. it, because she's got loads of money stashed in it. I don't think she's got loads, but she'll have some. So you think she's got money? I think she's got some cash, at least 50 quid on her. At least, at least 20 pound, I reckon. Just in case she sees something she fancies. What if she wants an ice cream? She's not going to... She, you know, you can't, you can't buy an ice cream without any money. When it's was impossible. the last time you saw the Queen have an ice cream? Well, I've never saw her eating ice cream, but she can't be always on, you know, official business. She must have her days off. She can't be... Why would she... She, she can get into anything for nothing. But, yeah, but she wouldn't, though. Why would she? Well, Why? I, bet, I bet if she so, turned up to Alton Towers, they're not going to say that'd be 15 quid. They probably would. The guy probably wouldn't recognise her. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, shall we wrap it up? Cause yeah, let's we, wrap it up. Let's wrap it up for Christmas. Ah, very good. Um, we, are we going to do a little song before we... I think we should sing The Holidays Are Coming one, because we started okay, that. I'm just going to do The Holidays Are Coming. Okay, okay, no problem. You go on. Holidays are coming. 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 
Holidays, holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. Holidays are here. You are rubbish. Hey, do you and wait? Do you, you wait till the single you comes You want to make a single? It's gonna suck. Bye. Bye.